Good afternoon. Welcome to a very, very special episode of the Nosebleed AV Club. It's motherfucking Christmas, and we're doing a motherfucking Christmas episode. My name is Arthur Matthew. My name is Austin. And we are joined by the homie Landon once again. Hi. (laughs) (laughs) And today we are discussing... I have a special mission for this. Huh? I had to call him in on a special mission for yeah. this. You know, he had to, you know, him and his red nose. <laughs> oh, <laughs> all right. I'm trying to work. I'm trying to work in the Christmas references, you know? Got you. Got you. Wrong movie, though, yeah, but yeah, it's yeah. okay. Jingle, jingle we are talking. Uh, <laughs> we are discussing Spirited, a movie starring Ryan Reynolds and Will Ferrell. Now, you might be asking yourself, what is this movie about? I've never heard of it. Well, let me tell you what it's about. Actually, no, not me. Let me uh, get voiceover guy to tell you guys what it's about. A modern musical version of the classic Christmas story by Charles Dickens. A miserly man who treats everyone around him with terrible selfishness finds himself on a fantastical adventure into the three phases of time, past, present, and future in order to discover how he ended up so miserable and alone. And that's spirited. Dude, shout out, Thanks, voiceover guy. Lawrence, shout out Lawrence Fishburne, bro. I can't believe we got him. <laughs> yeah, you know, Crazy. he was a little bit out of budget, but we found a way. We found a way. So, Austin, you were, uh, I guess, coerced into watching this movie because you're a bit, of a, a bit of a Scrooge. <laughs> bit of a bah humbug, <laughs> an, an, an unredeemable, an unredeemable, an unredeemable. So <laughs> actually, before we start, uh, has anyone heard of this movie before I brought it up? Fuck no! What the hell? Nope. <laughs> well, no. Well, did I? I feel like maybe I did, mm-hmm. uh, but I, it didn't. Yeah, I just realized that when you brought it up, it's like, oh, I think I saw that on Amazon, right? Or not Amazon, but you know, somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, Austin. But, yeah, I didn't look into it. Never heard of it. Uh, when you, I'm not gonna lie. When you first suggested this movie in the group chat, I thought mm-hmm. you were talking about the horse movie. The horse movie. Oh, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Is that Disney? Spirit. <laughs> no, DreamWorks. Oh. I think actually. DreamWorks. Wait. Okay. Yeah. Huh. Some, yeah, animated film. No, yeah. I thought you were talking about Sea Biscuit. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay. So no one heard no, of this yeah. movie. It wasn't on anyone's radar. To be honest, it wasn't even on nope. mine um, until I got my free trial for uh, Apple TV. Nice. And nice. needed to find something to watch <laughs> for the it holidays. On my radar? This was, was it on, on my gaydar? Was yeah, it? this was on the front page. <laughs> and this was, yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. So, Austin, let's, let's get into it. So, I think, obviously, we start off every episode with uh, just giving our first impressions. So, I guess mm-hmm. me being the, uh, I would assume the odd one out of the bunch here, I guess I'll give my impression first. So just to give a little context, I'm not much of a Christmas movie person, at least not in recent years, or at least like adult life. It's just for me, uh, it's once you've kind of seen one Christmas movie, you've kind of seen them all. Uh, I just, they're really kind of boring to me. I just, there's nothing that really drives me to go watch a Christmas movie. Uh, I like Christmas. I love. I mean, I love Christmas. It's one of my favorite holidays. Obviously, it gives a, it's a good opportunity for us to be with family, open presents, all that good stuff, eat good food. You know, it's just Christmas movies. Just for me, aren't something that I necessarily say are a requirement for that. You know, so 
Going into this, I personally wasn't exactly looking forward to it. I do like Will Ferrell. I do like Ryan Reynolds. So there at least was that. Um, And post-watching the movie, I will say that I appreciate that this movie tried to do something seemingly different. It tried to approach things in a way that maybe subversions a little bit. But for me... I guess where this movie kind of falls into like the middle territory. Cause like, I'm not going to say I didn't enjoy the movie. I enjoyed the movie just fine. I think it's fine. Is it something that I'm necessarily pining to watch? Not necessarily. I don't think it's something that I would be like, I have to watch this every year for Christmas, you know, going forward. But like, I think for me where the movie kind of just first, you know, off the top of my head where the movie just kind of falls a little flat is just, it tries to be different but all the things that it does are very surface level to be different. It's just like, let me, let's make modern day references to things. Let's be a little cynical about things. Let's be a little edgy with our humor. But it's like, for me, if for in order for like, if I look at older Christmas movies, ones that I actually do enjoy, like they kind of just lean full in into just being a movie that happens to be about Christmas, Christmas, has at this point kind of become a genre. And I feel like every modern Christmas movie just kind of falls into that trap of being, you know, within that genre of movie. There's no innovation anymore. There's no focus on just making a movie. It's like, do we, can we hit the marks of what a Christmas movie is supposed to do? Which, you know, it's fine. It's safe, but it's just predictable. So like, there's no part of me that really felt like this movie was actually doing anything different or innovative as much as it was kind of projecting itself to be. Um, that being said, some of the jokes hit, some of the jokes don't. Like, it's very for me. I would describe this movie as very middle of the road without getting too far into it. But what about you guys? What did you think? Yeah. So um, I I feel like on the on the opposite spectrum with Austin. I love Christmas movies and I love stupid Christmas movies. I don't care how stupid they are. Because it's a Christmas movie, I already know it's going to be mm-hmm. somewhat like cheesy or, you know, whatever. I'm not looking or looking to find or watch a movie that's going to be t- totally different from anything I've ever seen, you know. Um, so knowing that I'm going into this Christmas movie with those kind of expectations, um, I was I, I really enjoyed it. Um, I am also a musical person. Uh, so when you, when Matt brought up this movie and I found out that it was a musical, I was like, oh, I don't know if I've seen this story done in a musical um, form. Um, and with the cast, uh, I thought that was mm-hmm. I like I know Ryan Reynolds sings, but like he <laughs> I don't think I've watched him like sing, sing. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, this was actually my first time like seeing him actually <clears throat> like sing because like because mm-hmm. I know he can sing. Um, and then also Will Ferrell, like I know he can sing as well, but did he, is he like an amazing singer? Not at all. But like it, um, it was entertaining. Mm-hmm. Um, the story, uh, is not completely like this, uh, different, uh, from the Christmas Carol, but I did like the modern touches that they did, uh, put into it. Mm-hmm. and like twists if you will and that's what i think that's what i really appreciated with the movie is because i have seen a christmas carol done several different times mm-hmm. or in other you know movies settings mm-hmm. um and so watching it in like a modern take like you know trying to be edgy uh 
I thought it was still, it was nicely done. Um, and yeah, I, I am a big musical person. And I think my only gripe with, with this movie was trying to not necessarily force myself to like it because it's a musical, mm-hmm. but I did like in the very beginning, I was like, oh, we didn't really need that right now. Like <laughs> it was like the music like happened so quickly and it was just yeah. boom, 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 which generally musicals are, I get it. But I do, you know, in movies, I feel like having still just regular uh, talking and acting, whatever you want to call that m- normal movie stuff mm-hmm. happening. Um, like it needed, I guess the very beginning was just a lot of really just too many songs all at once to me. Yeah. Um, and it almost took me out of it at first. Mm-hmm. And then it is very jarring at first. And, yeah. And then they, then they make fun of it. Right. Mm-hmm. And they start being like, um, they cut themselves off because they're like, no, yeah. we're not going to put a song here. Yeah. You know, then they made it a joke and I'm like, oh, okay, okay. That's it, it's, I started to grow to just like liking it for what it was. Mm-hmm. And, um, we can, I don't know if we're going to talk about the music later, but yeah, I have are, a, a sure. whole thing about the music. Um, but yeah, overall I liked the movie and I, I liked their twist on it. Um, what else? Um, Oh, Octavia Spencer was an interesting choice. Yeah. I thought. Uh, I do want to like delve would, into the cast a bit. Mom, mama. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> I think that was the last thing I saw her in. So it was a weird. Oh. Like, I, saw her, I saw her murder children. Yeah. <laughs> so it was, it was a very like, oh. <laughs> yeah. And also I didn't know she could sing. Um, like also that. a social media related movie, by the way. Mm-hmm. Sorry, what? Which also a social media related. I want to. I want to get into that. I want to get into that. Yeah, yeah, yeah I it, into does, that later. it does. So the story with like uh, essentially suicide yeah. again. Like, yeah. um, <laughs> what? The, how many times have we talked about it's that? Like now? The, the second uh, time in three episodes. <laughs> we mentioned it. <laughs> we mentioned in every podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Don't even yeah. get I'm me sorry, started, bro, warning, on how but... fucking shoehorned that. Shit hold on, hold in. on. Let's let's not get too far ahead of ourselves. We were going first impressions. But anyway, here. sorry. Yeah. First impressions. Yeah. Again, I liked it. Go yeah. On. <laughs> All right. So no secret, I loved it. Um, the thing is with Christmas music or Christmas uh, uh, movies, it's very akin to Christmas music where you know what you're going to get, right? There, you can't really stray too far and be too original. You have to have a lot of the Christmas elements within it. Um, so yes, you know, doing another interpretation of a Christmas carol, not the most original thing. Did they do it different enough for me? Yeah, I, I think they did. Um, it was, I guess you can say like a spiritual successor to a Christmas carol. Um, is it the best interpretation? No. You know who gets that nod? The fucking Muppets. And you know Muppet what they Christmas did? Carol. They did a musical as well. That's also it's also actually a, musical. a good Christmas movie. Yeah. You just like Muppet versions, huh? That's cool. Dude, Muppets no, like, go No, like if you watch that movie, like, yeah, it's a little bit dated, but a Muppets it, Christmas it Girl is a solid Like they went into that wanting to make a movie, yeah. not just like make a Christmas movie. But anyways, let me let me move forward with this one before we get, get sidetracked. <laughs> So with this movie, though, if you're familiar with Christmas and and Christmas stories, if you're familiar with Ryan Reynolds and Will Ferrell, you know exactly what you're going to get with this movie. Exactly. The humor, the the way they do jokes, the way they dialogue, it's all very them. 
Will Ferrell, very like, I'm yelling, I'm surprised, I'm blah, blah, blah. Ryan Reynolds, very sarcastic, very snarky, mm-hmm. just just that asshole douchebag charm. Like, they bring what they're known for to this movie. Um, so in that aspect, it's it's kind of like, yeah, you're probably not going to get a lot of death, but the death that this movie had, I think, was just enough, especially for a Christmas movie, because a lot of Christmas movies that don't play off Christmas stories, they all deal with fucking deadbeat dads. Like the fam- the family dynamics of those movies is always like a dad not being around, right? Even Elf was like that. Even Elf had that element. And this kind of plays on the family element in a very unique way with the sister and the brother's relationship and even just deadbeat parents in a way um, and how it affects everything Um I think this movie tackled very well. Uh, the music, some bangers, definitely some misses. That's to be expected. Um, and as far as the singing goes, uh, when I was kind of reading what people thought about this movie, a lot of people wished that Ryan Reynolds' part was actually um, Neil Patrick Harris, which oh. I could see. I could definitely see. Um, but a lot of people were knocking the singing. And I think the fact that they're not, singers they're not very good helps with the Mm -hmm. charm of the movie because it helps Mm -hmm. you know add to their characters a bit you know it's it's not like they were like Lin-Manuel Miranda trying to hang with opera singers like Broadway singers (laughs) you know what I mean like they were on each other's (laughs) level everyone in the movie and I thought that really helped it out um but yeah it's no secret I love this movie it's definitely added to my Christmas rotation um one thing that's a hard knock on it is the Apple TV exclusivity because <laughs> I'm probably not going to keep my membership. So here at uh nosebleed AV club, we hate capitalism, <laughs> hate it. but you know, you know, but if we could get that ad, revenue, yeah, if Apple, awesome. you know, just wants to throw us some free memberships, uh, and some, uh, dinero, you know, we will definitely be watching this every year. I might like, I might love capitalism. You might like- you know what I'm <laughs> But yeah. I'll suck capitalism's dick, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh for sure. But yeah, love the movie. I thought what they did was good. Um, I thought the modern stuff they brought into it was uh, pretty well done for the most part. Um, how it brought on. Actually, let me uh, let me move, let me wrap it up. Loved it. Blah blah blah. Good movie. Hey, uh, see what you did there. However, <laughs> <laughs> I I want to get into this real quick. Are we team tree or real tree or are we team fake tree? Oh, you know, I'm riding with the fake plastic tree. Shout out to Radiohead. Yes, sir. Landon. Oh, to like just have to just have like in your home. Yeah. Oh, fake tree. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 100%. Tree. Here at the Nosebleed AV Club, we are <laughs> team fake tree, right? Fake plastic trees, and baby. If, if this movie taught us anything, it's that real trees are evil. They're just a pain in the fucking ass. They're evil. Dude, they're just if you so like real trees, annoying. you're on the bad side. And you're side. hurting the environment. Like mm-hmm. a plastic. Yes, like plastic is bad for the environment, but we're not throwing it out. That's the but whole you point. You can reuse it exactly, exactly. every exactly. fucking year. Exactly. You reuse it. It becomes the Christmas tree. If you get a yeah. new Christmas tree every year, it's not special. But the exactly. Christmas tree, the one you bring out every year, yeah. that's that's you could pass it down. Exactly. Generations. Exactly. Fake real, trees. real. Real tree people are compensating for something, you know? Like, I think there's, like, a bad family <laughs> dynamic going on. Like, the father's an alcoholic. Real quick, real quick. Let's just... There's always, there's something... If you're a real tree family, you're hiding some shit. I swear to God. <laughs> Let's get real, though. All our family lives, 
pretty, <laughs> pretty messed up. <laughs> no, I'm talking like worse though. Real family, real trees, dude. Real trees, real problems. There's some real problems going on there. But anyways, um, let's let's talk about the cast because again, cast I thought was great. Uh, part of the reason, like I think 99% of the reason why I watched this movie was because of Ryan Reynolds and Will Ferrell, mm-hmm. which by the way, they've never done a movie together up until now, which really? is weird, mm-hmm. right? That is interesting. Because yeah. it, like, they're so good. It would, it just makes sense. That's a good pairing. Like do more mm-hmm. stuff, like make more movies together. Um, but not, not only, the best casting in my opinion, not the best casting. Is that what you're saying? No, you don't No. So I thought the supporting cast was okay. pretty good. Tracy Morgan as the ghost of Christmas future is underrated. Oh, yeah. I, fucking did you like, hilarious. Did you, that was I did one like of that. the bits I thought was hilarious. I, because I, I, did, did not I didn't for. know he was in this movie. So when I heard his voice, I was like, is that <laughs> Tracy Morgan? Like, what the fuck? That, it was a surprise. I actually, I don't know. It caught know, it's me off unpopular guard. opinion. I don't, yeah, I don't like no, That's the one you don't like. I don't even care for Tracy Morgan either, either, but it caught me so off guard that it became like extremely funny to me. And like the bit that he has about like you just got Chris like what was it you just got, just got Christmas, Christmas Carol, Carol bitch, bitch. Got like owned. I thought it was funny like <laughs> I thought it was it was his, his voice is just hilarious to me and the fact that they made death sound like him like yeah. he's death I I thought was just fucking hysterical so like honestly to me that was one of the better castings Speaking in terms of-, of just like sheer like surprise and just like oh wow that's <laughs> I would never think of Tracy Morgan to play that role. So we, we said, um, or you guys mentioned Octavia Spencer was a surprising choice. How, what were your thoughts on her? She was very good. She was really good. She, I thought, she was a surprise, but also just surprisingly good. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. I thought for the role that they had her in, I thought she was fine. Like, yeah. I thought she did a pretty good job. Like, in terms of performances, she probably was the most consistent in terms of, like, good you know, like there's parts where Ryan Reynolds maybe dips a little bit. There's parts where, of course, they're doing most of the heavy lifting, Ryan Reynolds and Will Ferrell. So obviously, like, that's to be expected for them to not be 100% the whole time. But for as little as she was in the movie, I thought she was con- pretty much consistent on screen the whole time. Um, I thought the guy that played Owen was fun. I thought uh, I thought his character was like a nice little fun, like, moment yeah. in the movie. I honestly yeah. looked forward to any time he was on screen because it was just, it was pretty good. As for Octavia Spencer, uh, she was also surprised because of the odd couple pairing. Yes. I I, I don't know. Like, it, at first I was like, oh, she's the love interest. And, and mm. I was like, that's, that was like, okay, we'll, we'll, we'll see where this goes. Mm-hmm. And, and then it, and then it became like just natural. It was, it was, it, it worked for me. But initially I was like, oh, I don't know how this is going to go. <laughs> this is very Dude. odd. <laughs> If I was if I was Will Ferrell's character, I would get a DNA test because those kids look full black. <laughs> yeah, I was really Just, like his huh. DNA would show dead. I mean, <laughs> so that's true. That is Just true. Saying, man. Just saying, man. What about uh? So I, what about past Sunita uh, Mani? I think. Oh, I thought she was funny inconsequential in my opinion. I've like, seen just, her in other dumb things. Yeah, so I was like. This is that make it checks out for me. What else is she in? I forget. I don't so, know. It was it's familiar. stupid things. So she was in <laughs> the Netflix series Glow, which was about um, female wrestlers. wrestlers. She was yeah, in Everything it. Everywhere. Um, yeah, she yeah, has yeah. a. Credit she was in that. though. She was the girl with the, the they were make that the with the uh, the dog right. Is that her? No. What was she in Everything Everywhere? 
I don't know. I haven't seen the movie. Uh, so Oh, that's, that's right. right. I forgot. Uh, that's right. I forgot. Uh. <laughs> I forgot. Never mind. She was also um, in Mr. Robot for a little bit, I think. I don't, I mean, I'm not super familiar with her. I've watched stuff in, she's in, but she, I don't really remember her. But could it, like honestly, I don't think she necessarily added anything to the movie. Like it could have mm. been any. It could have been like, some other. It could have been anybody. Yeah. Like because like ev- they even do a thing where like her and the HR girl have like the same bit where they both think that Ryan Reynolds is hot, and like it mm-hmm. could have been, they could have easily been switched around and it would have been fine. Right. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like they both played the same kind of character in a weird way. The guy know? who played Marley has a fucking phenomenal voice. Hearing him speak in this movie, I was like, damn, that guy sounds fucking sick. Marley is the... Oh, he was. He's best, which, which very person? sick. Actually. He's the um the guy who was like basically running like the spirit world, who was like kind of like uh, oh, pushing them along. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, wait. Has he no. done like voiceover stuff? Because his voice he, is really familiar. He was on Broadway. That's about the is extent he the same of guy his that, uh, He's career. the same guy that has like the cinder block chains and shit, right? Yeah, that's him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Marley, right? He yeah, the yeah, coolest yeah, yeah. fucking Patrick voice. Patrick Page. Yeah. He kind of gave me Patrick Stewart vibes now you mentioned. A little yeah, bit. Kinda. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. I can see that. Yeah. Um, The Karen at the beginning was Rose Byrne. Yeah. I, I thought she was going to be in it more just because she's... No idea who that is. But this movie, oh. like, did well with, like, cameos. Like, I think the cameos yeah. were yeah, Judy yeah. Dench. <laughs> like, just randomly <laughs> know, appearing. Right? <laughs> I was like, like what? Oh, okay. Tell me, why, tell me why they show this one guy at the beginning, like, just one of the random workers at the at the office or whatever. Mm. And I thought it was Drake for, like, two seconds. Drake. It probably was not Drake. <laughs> <laughs> Can't believe it wasn't Drake. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, um, cast was solid, I think. I thought so, too. Yeah, so no let me complaints. ask you guys this then, because this is another thing about the movie where I was just like, I just can't get over how this looks, how this sounds. It's just not for mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. Did, not at once. Did you not get the vibe that this was like an extended Target commercial? Like it didn't feel like that at all. to no. you? No, because it's a musical. Yeah. I mean, it I just feels like a, it felt like a I guess if you're not really a musical fan, then no, like, the thing I'm is, not, though, I wouldn't say I'm not like a, I'm not a musical noob either, though. Right. Like I've seen like my favorite musical of all time, Sweeney Todd. I've seen like I like Grease is fine. I've seen uh, Hairspray. We watched Wicked. We watched uh, the Anastasia musical. Like I've seen musicals. I've seen live productions. Mm-hmm. I've seen everything. I watched. But to like it. Yeah, I like <laughs> musicals. I just feel like they need. Like there to say needs... that you watched it is different than saying you like no, it and you're a fan thing, of right? musicals so, like, Broadway. <laughs> so like my favorite, my favorite musical was Sweeney Todd. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh-huh. I've seen both Broadway production and or like stage production. I don't know if it was on Broadway. I think it was on Broadway, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. I've seen that and the movie. Love both. Uh what was that? Tick Tick Boom, I thought was really good. Grease mm-hmm. is a really good movie. I've never seen uh, no, I have seen the stage production actually, and that was also really fun. Okay, uh, just, Wicked's, just even... Wicked's amazing. Wicked's one of the best things okay. I've ever seen ever. Like, so right. if you like Wicked. Wicked, it's on the same. Like... No, it's not. Wait, wait, wait. wait. What about <laughs> it not. felt like a Target commercial to you, dude? What was everything it about it? You? The whole aesthetics, the lighting, the singing. <laughs> no, but like, it's, there's a, no, here's the thing though. There's a difference between a like. It's not just because it's Christmas because there's plenty of Christmas movies that don't feel like it. It's because and Janice made a comment about this too when we're watching it. It's like even the set design, when it's not supposed to look like it, looks like a stage production. You know what I'm saying? Like it looks well, so. Well, here's the thing. With, here's the thing with this movie. I like that, but go on. Yeah, here's, <laughs> the thing with this movie is the thing that I like about it as well is it it takes itself seriously, but at the same time, it's also very self aware. 
Mm-hmm. It's very over the top because they're yeah. so. Sad. I under, especially, I understand that, but I'm especially talking about when it takes into consideration like the cast. It probably was. That's fine. Yeah, I think it's on purpose. Yeah, I think it's on purpose. I very mean, much so if on it purpose. is, then again, especially with I, like Ryan Reynolds and mm-hmm. Ryan Reynolds and uh, Will Ferrell and like how they deliver things. Yeah, especially like fucking Deadpool, like always breaking the third wall. Like you know these kind of like yeah. fourth, whatever the fucking. But, I like, mean, you know it's. I, that's it, fine. Like that, that's fine. You can use that as like your excuse, but like at the end of the day, it's not like, an excuse. It, no, but I'm just saying, like that's what you're saying. It is like that's if that's fine. That's if that's no, your it's, reasoning. It's the, yeah, reasoning of why fine. I liked it, but the reason why sure. you liked it or didn't like it. So like, yeah, I mean, we both have no, a reason. I'm just saying, um, like you, you're, you're you might have felt that way, but I'm pretty you. sure it was very intentional. That's what, this that, movie no, is very intentional. That's what I'm saying. Like yeah. if you're, it's one thing for how I feel versus how you feel. That's fine, right? Who, who whatever. But if you're saying that that was their intention for it to look like that, then yeah. like mm-hmm. okay, then now the conversation's whether or not it was good for how they intended to use it. Was that good for the movie? <laughs> if you guys feel like it was good for the movie, that's fine. I don't necessarily think. I, I to me, it just felt like I was watching a Target commercial. That's all. Okay. Like it felt I mean... very. It felt very just so like soulless you know it just felt like there was no heart in it it felt overly produced in moments well and like that, you also got to take, take into consideration the movie itself what they actually no. do is recreate the people's lives as a stage right like, no, that's, that's whole what thing. i'm saying like that's so. the problem where it's like i felt like even when it wasn't parts where it wasn't like that like so for example the office which is very much real life that wasn't when octavia is doing her thing and singing her song about how shitty of a fucking person she is like that's not like that's in the real world so it doesn't follow that narrative right right now i understand what you're saying i get it like yes the whole point is them building stages to recreate the past but this is a part where that's not the case this is just let me real let me aspect. it just doesn't work let me give you a thought though was it not very broadway lighting during that scene yeah and that's for me like that could either work or it doesn't work, right? In this instance, in this instance, in conjunction with the whole movie, with how the whole entire movie is that way, mm-hmm. like for me, where the movie doesn't necessarily hit is I don't get the same sincerity out of it that I get from other Christmas movies that I feel have a lot more heart in it. I feel like this is something that is this almost feels like a industry plant equivalent of a movie where it's like. We know you're going to love this shit. We know you're going to fucking eat it up. So fucking take it. <laughs> well, know, here's the thing. Like, here's the thing. You have to separate when we're talking about Christmas movies. Movies that take place during Christmas and legitimate straight in your face Christmas mm-hmm. movies. Right. Because if you're thinking like, oh, Home Alone felt more sincere. Well, Home Alone isn't necessarily a Christmas movie, like a movie about Christmas. Right. Like it's. A movie that takes place during Christmas. That's kind of my larger point, though, is like, I feel like... Also, Christmas is a fucking consumer holiday, bro. So this is right on brand. Okay, so, but like, what are we talking about, right? Are we talking about the morality of it, or are we talking about, I'm talking about the way it looks. If you think it looks like it's a commercial, well, yeah, it probably was intentional, because they are, you know, first of all, just the way the movie is, and second of all, Christmas in general is just... And that's fine. Consumer. Again, that's fine. Like, but it doesn't work for me because this is what I personally look for in a Christmas movie, right? So, like, the Christmas movies that hit for me don't have what that. What are those, by for- the way? So, like, Muppets Christmas Carol. Uh, so, in this, Eight Crazy Nights is an animated movie, so you can kind of get away with a little bit more there. 
I think Elf was probably the last like great Christmas movie that Elf is goaded. Elf is on another level. That's what I'm saying. Like yeah. Elf, but I don't is think anything's trying that, to be Elf because I don't think anything can. Of course be not. Elf. No, of course not. But here's the thing, right? It's not that everything's. It's not that it's trying to be Elf. It's mm-hmm. that it is a product of Elf. That's what I'm trying to say. Like I feel like Elf kind of created the. Goal. It's like Marvel movies. Like how every Disney movie is now a Marvel movie. How kind of uh guardians of the galaxy kind of changed how marvel movies operate going forward even though they're not necessarily trying to be guardians of the galaxy they still have remnants of what guardians of the galaxy was in them that's how i kind of feel about christmas movies going forward is that they all have elf in them because they want to replicate that feeling that elf gives but elf is a one of kind movie and Mm -hmm. elf wasn't trying to be anything else elf was trying to be its own movie and that's where i feel like this movie doesn't succeed in the same vein as other christmas movies is because it's trying to kind of touch as many things as possible and bring in as big of an audience as possible you know it's it's a safe movie that's fine there's nothing wrong with that it doesn't take any risk that's all fine it's just for me it doesn't work because it lacks in the magic that other christmas movies have that have a lot to me have a lot more sincerity behind it fair but again, the target look was probably intentional, <laughs> which to me, it doesn't work. I will give you this where it looked really shitty for me was the ice rink. That set looked really shitty to me. That looked super fake, it's like super green screened. It just definitely took me out of it for a bit. And yeah, it sucks like, that it was like at the end. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know. Like, none of that really hit for me. Like, I think shoehorning a lot of like relevant shit into it, like the pandemic, uh, cyberbullying, a suicide. Like, yeah, I get it. I understand. But like, or social media and like pitting one of the against each other, like all that stuff. Like, it's just like I kind of hate when movies do that. Like, I hate the whole wink and a nod. Like, I think there's ways you could do it that are tasteful. I think there's ways that you could do it that are more clever than this. This is just kind of hitting you over the head with it. Like, it is very much trying to give you the nudge and the wink like ha ha remember that time remember when that happened that was crazy right you know like it's just like i like movies that treat their audience with respect treat them with dignity like to me those are like lowest common denominator jokes they're jokes that everyone's gonna understand because they we all went through it and it's like ha ha they referenced that thing that we went through like literally two years ago (laughs) you know like it's like have a little bit more tact, have a little bit more, you know. I think you're looking too, too. You're looking for too much. You're asking too much of this movie because no, again, yeah. it's a Christmas. God movie. forbid someone has standards. So, I'm sorry. No, someone so here listen, has to. <laughs> listen, when you're when you're releasing a Christmas movie, your target audience is every fucking one, <laughs> kids, adults, yeah. like. And when do you release Christmas movies? It's when during the holiday season, right? So you're going to be at these family get-togethers. You're going to be at the house with all your family members. Hey, like, what do you guys want to do? We can't go anywhere. Everything's closed. Let's watch a movie. So you're going to make a movie with pieces for everyone, with, with something I'm for not, everyone. Here's the thing. This is this is us talking about it. We're mm-hmm. not the everyone podcast. This is the Nosebleed AV Club, right? So for you guys, it worked, and that's fine. You guys fall into that larger demographic. It didn't work for me. That's, you know, like... It's just there's jokes in here that I do think work. Like I think the Sephora joke I thought was actually kind of funny, pretty clever, and like like a little nod to capitalism. That kind of like, fucked up my that, whole timeline. 
because it shows him meeting that girl uh, and mm-hmm. showing her Twitter. And then I looked up when Sephora first came into the United States. It was 1998. Yeah. So, so it's I'm like, like, it doesn't wait. make any goddamn fucking sense. <laughs> wait, is but that like, like, but like in terms of the joke and like them being like a, a almost like a production with how they handle uh doing everyone's personal Christmas carols. Like, okay, I get it. It was a little weird to me that they didn't even show the Sephora. Uh, so it's like, like in the background. I don't know. It's just like kind of like, I don't know. Maybe it was a problem with the stream, but it didn't pan the camera at all. It, it didn't pan wrong? to it, it, but on a different, uh, as that scene progresses, it's in the background. I guess. I just uh, like, if you're going to acknowledge it, you should at least like show it in that moment. That's just a little, like small little nitpick, but like, mm-hmm. um, I thought that joke was funny. Um, I thought, Oh, like I said, I thought the Owen character was pretty funny. Like the whole, like, like that part where Will Ferrell is like, "Oh, watch something yeah, amazing." Yeah, that was happen, my favorite but, line. But of you movie. guys can't see it, and I was like, "Damn, that would have been cool." You know, like <laughs> that would have been like amazing. That shit was, <laughs> dude, like to me, those are that's good writing at work. To me, it's not like trying to just hit the lowest common denominator. It, that's actual like charm and character. Uh, in terms of like that character has been developed a certain way. And we've come to expect a certain thing from him, and he's acting within the const—he's uh, acting within the rule set of that character. You know, like all that stuff hits for me. That's all fine. It's just like again, like you know, just shoehorning things that are supposed to either hit for us on an emotional level or on a humor level that I just don't think necessarily work. Like the suicide doesn't hit at all. Like it's like, okay, yeah, like we all knew that was going to come, right? Mm-hmm. That's the kicker that like gets him to change is that he his actions cause someone to commit suicide, which like. He's literally caused all of the worst things possible up until that point, except for that one last straw, right? And he had never, he never felt bad about it before. Like, you know, so it's like he literally ruined like a mom and her kid's life, if I recall, right? During like when he gets kicked off from that company, like that's what he says. But like both are ruining lives in a matter. I don't, we don't get the details of what exactly he did to ruin that mom and her kid's life. But well, like, the thing is though, with, with the child suicide, it's he's gonna feel like not only is he gonna feel responsible but he's gonna feel that his niece is responsible Mm -hmm. which okay again the niece he never gave a fuck about anyway right but he did that's the thing he he didn't want to admit it yeah because that's fine but they don't develop that as good as they should right for it to hit like the like you they well if it didn't hit for you <laughs> it hit for me <laughs> how, how, how many scenes did we get landon of him actually connecting and bonding with that kid i mean you don't have to have a whole lot of scenes it's just but that's character with the understanding that's, that's building the it's character, a though. christmas movie that is just a musical <laughs> again, again just like you guys I feel like i feel like you you're, you're looking made for me more. watch this you you're made me watch more this so you're gonna get these about, criticisms in, in this movie then i, had to, I, I understand to... you're like when you would look more into swiss army man <laughs> this is a christmas <laughs> movie that is a musical starring ryan reynolds and will ferrell i like, had to hear i had to hear matt <laughs> fucking talk shit on one of my favorite movies how did i talk shit about it how did i talk shit about it where was i knocking on it i was not knocking on it (laughs) here's the thing right i gave it a three bro that's over half (laughs) that's three out of five no it deserves more than that no listen here all jokes aside listen like Yes, I understand it's a Christmas movie. God, you just you like, have you to fully frame your mind movie. differently. 
Like if I'm, what, what no, if I'm watching a, what if I'm watching a fucking slasher horror film? Am I going to look for the fucking death in that? Probably not. You good? Yeah. No. You absolutely. That's the beauty of movies these days. Like this movies man are fucking glazes horror movies so hard. Glazes them so hard. God, God forbid. You, you, God forbid. You watch something lighthearted, and maybe you don't have to think as hard. No, like, yeah, God this one forbid. you didn't have to think too much. It's a very straightforward. These are the things that happen. And I've brought Take up it movies for what it is. And I brought out movies that you don't have to think hard for that I fucking enjoy the fuck out of. Like I love simple movies. I love movies that feel like we this just was a simple about, movie. <laughs> I just talked about no, but this is not it's a, a musical. movie that works Musicals for me. are so simple. They tell you what's happening. They just sing about it. <laughs> I say I like a simple movie and I can get behind it just because you bring out another this is also a simple movie. I have to like this? Like no. Oh no, not like, I'm not like saying it. you have to like it, but I think, I think you're just looking way and too I hard think, into it. No, no, not at all. Here's the thing. I have certain expectations or I have certain Things that hit for me in terms of movies that I like, mm-hmm. that's regardless whether it's a complex ass movie or something stupid as fuck. It doesn't matter. Like, if something hits for me, it hits for me. This, I'm telling you guys why this movie didn't hit for me. I don't think this movie's bad. I like this movie. It's fine. I enjoyed it. I just think that it's just nowhere near as interesting as it sometimes pretends to be. That's all. Like, I don't think it, it, I don't think it's a bad movie. I think it's fine. I'm nitpicking it here and there. Overall, it's a fun movie. Would I recommend it for the average person that wants to watch a Christmas movie? Yeah, sure. I'll fucking recommend it to you. Would I personally watch it again? Probably not. But that's just me. Like, I just honestly feel like there's things you can do that can subvert expectations. You can go into something expecting something and still be surprised by it. You brought up a slasher movie. That's the only reason I brought up horror movies. For example, X is a slasher movie, but X is a slasher movie that a lot of people would say was better than your average slasher movie because it subverted expectations. It did things a little bit different. It tackled the genre in a new, interesting way. I'm not saying that this movie had to be that. I'm just saying if you're going to introduce these things that haven't necessarily been done in Christmas movies before... It, like, like I think someone on Letterbox wrote a review. It's like the only Christmas movie to ever tackle child suicide, right? Like they went that far. Okay, fine. If you're gonna go that far, like I don't know, at least be interesting about it or do something with it. To me, it just felt kind of substance. Okay, That's well, he, let me put it. Let me frame it in a different way. Like I told you earlier, this movie is gonna be watched probably by families, right? There's gonna be children there. You gotta maybe consider that uh, a young kid seeing this in the movie as shallow as you thought it was might hit for them because maybe that's something they experience. Maybe that's something they partake in is that's that's fine. Like, again, I don't have any problems with that. Like if a kid loves this fucking movie, I will never shit on it in front of them. Like you just said you had a problem with it. (laughs) I have a problem with it for me. That's the problem you guys are missing for me. (laughs) It's for me. We're talking about my feelings on it. What the fuck? (laughs) Yes, a kid in a family is allowed to enjoy it. That's fine, but you're asking me my opinion. And I heard your opinion. I'm just offering another thought. Is this That's not fine. the point of discussions? Hey, hey listen. Am I just going to listen to you Controversial, go, blah, 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 controversial like, opinion. Okay. Like, no. Controversial we're opinion. You guys are framing me to be some fucking snob. I like the fucking prequel oh, Star Wars movies. I'm just sorry. Trying to under- understand. <laughs> People why, think those movies are shit in the way it is. Brother, all, I'm sa- all I said was 
this is a pretty <laughs> surface level movie. You don't need to look too deep into it. Yeah, and you go, it. I have expectations. No. You guys are framing <laughs> things. Yeah, I do. You guys Why? are framing things in a Why weird were there way. expectations? <laughs> because there's it's a movie. Like I have expectations for every Wait, do you, movie do you, I watch. Oh, you do. Okay, that was my question. Yeah. Okay. Why? Of course, even if it's a dumb movie, I still have expectations. The expectations are tempered though. But here's the thing. For a Christmas movie, I told you I am bored of Christmas movies. I want to see something different and interesting. So if I'm already, if my expectation for something is already low and it basically meets that expectation, then it's like, for me, it's like, okay, well, I need to talk about this movie. So Mm -hmm. here's what I'm going to talk about. Here's why I felt the way I feel. It's not that I'm purposefully moving the goalposts to shit on this movie. I am telling you why I have low expectations for Christmas movies in general and why this movie doesn't raise the bar for me. You know what I'm saying? Oh, fuck. We lost some footage. I don't know when it stopped recording. Oh, no. Yeah. Hold on. Let me check something real quick. Fuck. This whole conversation. (laughs) (laughs) Erase it from your memories. Let's do it again. I will not get that impassioned ever again. So you lost it. We lost some part point of the conversation at some point. Um, like the we conversation too, or just the video footage? Both. Of, well, no, actually, we still have the conversation in audio form, so it's fine. Yeah, okay, okay. Right. Oh, because oh, they're two separate. Right? Two separate. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, we could just, just for the, we could we move on. Just for the, okay, yeah, yeah. Just for the sake of the movie, let me just let me. Just we'll just have this. animated people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good luck. You're gonna do that, Landon. Are you gonna do that? <laughs> yeah, let's go. Um. Okay. Just to summarize real quick, because I'm the one getting shitted on for this. <laughs> Christmas movies are fine. They can be dumb. They can be they Most can be of as them stupid are. as they want. And that's fine. And I get it. They're made for families, whatever. I'm not opposed to any of that. They, those movies have a right to exist, and they're fun for who they're made for. All I'm saying is that I personally don't really care for Christmas movies. This movie didn't change anything for me. That's just my opinion for it. And I look... To answer Landon's question, of course, I have expectations. I have expectations for everything. I just alter those expectations based on what I want out of a movie, personally. Other so, than being a Christmas movie, though, it's also a musical. And that's why I that, say, like, if you're not a big, like, musical person, then I understand why it kind of just... This is I've seen wide. better musicals and I've seen better Christmas and I, movies. And again, seen and... Like, this is part of your personality? Like, two different, like... I'm sorry, is this movie a part of your personality now? All of a sudden? No, musicals. I fucking love musicals. Like, okay. that I is like a big too. part of that's, my life. And, and look, you're you're a big musical person. I get and that. And that's, that's why, okay. that's why if, you didn't, if you didn't understand or, like, get why things were done and I, why like, it makes sense... I'm not going to sit here and say that <laughs> I'm a big musical person. I There's musicals that I like and I enjoy. There's musicals yeah. that I think do things in ways that I've never seen before. And I appreciate that about them. Maybe for someone that watches as many musicals as you, it's not as impressive. Maybe the musicals that I like are impressive to you for certain reasons. That's all fine. That's all fine. I've seen musicals that do musicals better. I've seen Christmas movies that do Christmas movies better. All right, let's move on. Speaking (laughs) of the music, thoughts on the music. Music? Yeah. So when I when I when it uh yeah first started happening uh-huh. um at first I was like this sounds like something I know and then okay. as more songs started happening especially like the duet songs with um uh Will Ferrell and Octavia Spencer mm-hmm. and then I think they had two together um 
they were very reminiscent of Dear Evan Hansen. Okay. And I was like, why does it sound like these songs? And it's because they're the same writers. <laughs> <laughs> so they did the music. Um, the That's a duo. What are they called? Uh, Pasek and Paul. Okay. Um, so yeah, they've done Darren Hansen and then some other things, but Darren Hansen was the one that I really heard throughout this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not familiar so, with that one at all. So I would have never made that connection. Yes. Who were your, uh, what were your favorite songs throughout the uh, movie? Okay. What were your least favorite songs? Yeah. What were your favorite songs and least favorite songs? Um, oh God. I mean, I, I haven't think. watched it enough to even yeah. really know. <laughs> Cause nothing, out. nothing really like stuck out. Yeah, nothing um, is super memorable. Mm-hmm. But hey, listen, um, what I say it was made. I'll, I'll I'll say something then. I I personally liked the uh, Ryan Reynolds' first song. Yeah, that uh, one, the one is in front probably of the people. I thought that was really one. good. Mm. And I think the uh, shit. What was it? There was another song that I thought was really fucking good. Good afternoon um, was my favorite one actually. Oh, that was a good, I, good afternoon. Was I my personally favorite didn't one. care for that one, but. I, I could see, yeah, I could see why that would hit for a lot of people. Uh, what the fuck was the second one that hit for me? Um, I'll have to think about it again. Uh, I will um, say, um, I thought the first Ryan Reynolds one was Ryan Reynolds one was really the good. one that they uh, they they do the full version of at the end credits, the Ripple oh, one. Yeah. That one gets mm-hmm. stuck in my head. That chorus is like an earworm. Ripple, 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 mm-hmm. like fucking <laughs> repeats. I did like I did like the do the with Octavia Spencer and Will Ferrell just because they did sound like. The Dear Evan Hansen songs that I like. Uh huh. So, that, see that to me, those were some like of them. the weaker ones. Like, the the one where Ryan, Ryan Reynolds starts singing about like uh, Will Ferrell's character, like this is the life you wanted. The one that gets cut off. Oh, that one was a little yeah. weak for me. Um, mm-hmm. I think a lot of the um, Octavia Spencer songs kind of went on for just a tad too long. Like I feel like they maybe mm-hmm. could have cut it by like a minute or two. Um, but other than that, no real complaints with the mm-hmm. music. I thought it was fine. Um, the end number was, was good. It was like a good closer when, uh, yeah, I agree. Yeah. But yeah. I thought mm. the music was fine. Nothing like amazing. Like I'm not going to listen to it. Like I did like, yeah, it's not going to be a soundtrack that I'm going to be Exactly. Like, yeah. It's not like yeah. Hamilton where I'm going to listen yeah. to it. I would like to listen to it again. Maybe there wasn't something that hit initially. Yeah. Cause sometimes it's like that. So yeah, I'm gonna say bringing back Christmas. Uh, I'm just gonna leave it at one. But yeah, bringing back Christmas, I thought was really good. Um, typically, the one like to me, like that song had like really witty writing, and I think Ryan Reynolds, even though he's not like the best singer, his execution of performing that song was really well done. The choreography behind all of the uh, the dancing and everything, I thought was really well done. The set design, the how they utilized the set, like mm-hmm. I thought was all really good. Like. Like the uh, like everyone banging on the tables and shit, I thought mm-hmm. was like extremely well done, Re- extreme, really well choreographed in terms of like just working with what the point of the song was, working with the emotion of everybody involved in the song. Like the suit change, underrated effect. I thought that, that was, was really, really fun, and then the suit changing after, like, yeah, no, I thought that all was really well done. Lana, see, look, I do care about musicals. <laughs> I can analyze it properly. <laughs> they use a lot of tap in this movie yeah a yeah. lot which it's not a bad thing reminds me of like fucking was it stomped <laughs> Did you guys? okay so i know you guys loved it do you i don't know i personally felt like good afternoon was a little too long uh, I, 
I can see like, why you would think that. it was pretty long. It, but there was like a point if where I was like, oh, it's still going. If you're framing it like a Broadway musical, I think it's the most, I think it's an appropriate amount of time, personally. Mm. I didn't feel like it was too long or too short or anything. I felt like it was like, yeah. It, yeah, it kept my attention. It was still funny throughout. Mm-hmm. The visual gags were enough to keep me interested in the yeah. song. Yeah. If I was just listening to it, I'd be like, this is okay. Let's right. Move it along. But yeah. Because there was a lot of, yeah, to see. What did you think of uh, the last song? Well, like the last song in terms of like right when Ryan Reynolds. The closing number, basically. Yeah. mm -hmm. I thought it was fine. Like I didn't think the song was like super memorable, but pairing that song with the visuals, I thought I made for a good scene. Mm -hmm. Good closer. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't know. Like for me and like you guys already kind of talked about this just for me, like everything was kind of pretty much middle of the road. Like I said, Ryan Reynolds was the one standout for me personally. Um, But like everything was pretty much not really that memorable. Didn't really have any impact on me personally. Like, and I don't know, like would any of the songs make the, make it on like your Christmas playlist rotation at the very least. Not currently for not me. Like I would have to watch it again. Yeah. Like the thing is with these songs, they're it's almost like replacing dialogue, right? So they're very wordy. Mm-hmm. You know what I yeah. mean? So it's not yeah. something you there's not I mean, yes, there's hooks, but at the end of the day, like I like things I could sing along to. And so but like Hamilton is does the same thing, but I'm I'm assuming you guys really fucking like the music from there, right? But that I think that music transcends just being a part of the sh- I mean, it is the show. It's the entire show because the entire yeah. thing is a musical, right? Like there's mm-hmm. no speaking at there's whatsoever. No, yeah. But the way the songs are done, because it's rap, it's more, you could forgive the wordiness more because it's rap. Because rap mm-hmm. usually tends to have more words anyways. Mm-hmm. Did but, you guys uh, appreciate some of the references? In, like what was your favorite reference in this movie? Because this movie is full of them. Right. So obviously there's like the elf one. Yeah. When he goes to the party. <laughs> one that I really liked was when um, Future Yet to Come was uh, pointing him out, pointing Ryan Reynolds' character out. So at first he grabs uh-huh. the chick, right? And she's, she's like, he's like, no, no, you. And then he grabs the guy dressed up as Scrooge. He's like, come on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that That's was a pretty good, good one. Uh, were you surprised at all by the twist in this movie that Will Ferrell's character was Scrooge? I, it's one of those things where you don't necess- necessarily see it coming, but when you, it's like, oh yeah, you know what I mean? It doesn't yeah. really surprise you. It's yeah. just kind of like, yeah. Cause as soon as they stepped into that old timey spot, I was like, yeah. oh, there yeah. it is. Yeah. So is that when, is that when it hit? Yeah. You? That's when it hit. That when you figured it out. Mm-hmm. So I actually, I did personally figure it out a lot sooner, like, because like the whole, it is a Christmas Carol basically remixed. Because here's the mm-hmm. thing. I, like, I didn't know anything about this movie. I didn't even know mm-hmm. it was a Christmas Carol until I started the movie. Oh. Um, a clever thing they did or a joke that they did that I really liked was the fact that he was only good for three and a half weeks. Like <laughs> that's the extent of his life after he turned good. Oh yeah. <laughs> I was like, Oh, that's pretty funny. Cause it, yeah. Ryan Reynolds makes a good point. How do you know you're really good? Anyone could be good for a short amount of time, which is even and funny look- though. I haven't timed it, but I'm pretty sure Ryan Reynolds, when he changes only lives for three seconds before he gets hit by that bus again. Yeah. If, if not less. Yeah. And listen, like to me, that was one of the better written parts of the movie where that they that they like kill him off like within three weeks because it does set up a why he still feels this mm-hmm. longing need to like redeem people. 
because he never fully got a chance to experience what it was like to be on the other side, you know? Mm-hmm. So it makes sense. And then it goes into Ryan Reynolds. Like, so how did you feel about them killing off Ryan Reynolds at the end, actually? So, cause that was something that me and Janice were like a little bit divided on. I feel like it makes sense. It yeah. makes sense yeah. for the movie. I thought it, it for sure had to happen. Yeah. Cause like if it didn't happen, I probably would have not liked this movie because at all. It's because it's not necessarily it's like, a sacrifice if he doesn't. Like yeah, sure. If he yeah. if he still gets hit, then yeah, sure. He he kind of did, but like if he like somehow it, made it, it out like in solidified time, his yeah good deed of exactly. Yeah, and look, changed here, person. Here we are yeah. talking about substance in a stupid Christmas movie. Got you guys. Look anyway. Actually, just saying. <laughs> I I said this movie had like the, the a good amount of depth, like the perfect amount. So you didn't get. Well, that was really. Landon's where it's not mine. So. <laughs> <laughs> Either way, like yeah, again, it adds to the substance of the movie, right? Like to me, like him not dying, it would have just cheapened all of what we just went through with him. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Because he was so dead set on not changing, even after he changed, he still was very adamant that he hadn't. Like him to die right when he finally made the realization that he has changed and he was set to like make a difference in the world going forward and then him dying like for me that really solidifies that you really need to embrace the change as soon as you can you really need to take in the now you really need to you know like not take it for granted because you don't have all the time in the world you don't have you know, the luxury of being able to make this change whenever you want. You should be a good person as soon as you can be a good person because the minute you decide to, maybe it is time to change, it could be too late, you know? So, like, him dying was extremely necessary. And, like, I think definitely the movie does not hit if it he doesn't die. And, like, they they took a risk, like I'm not gonna lie, because like like you guys said, if this is for the average family, stupid, dumbass people that <laughs> enjoy these types of things, then like for them, it's like oh, sad ending, boohoo, like this movie sucks. But I think they handled it in a really good way, where it is a sad ending if you if you think about it. But like, it's a lighthearted sad ending because he's still alive. He's working. He took over. He's in a relationship now with the ghost of Christmas past and he visits Will Ferrell's family, you know, occasionally like Mm -hmm. it, it's a non it's, it's a movie that has consequences, but they're like very, if you almost think about it, non-consequential consequences, you know? Mm -hmm. And I think that's why I think I appreciated this movie because it is your typical stupid (laughs) surface level fucking Christmas movie, but it has just enough depth to kind of maybe teach someone something. Um, you can get something out of it. I feel like most Christmas movies have like that little message. But a lot of it is just know, like, nice message. hey, be a good parent. <laughs> <laughs> you know? yeah. That's that's about where it goes. Is, hey, you know, the, you you know, know what? Spend like, time with your kids. Christmas movies that try to teach you a lesson, right? To me are like the equivalent of when you're driving and you see like the like the billboard that says don't text and drive. Or you see like the the bumper sticker on someone's car that says baby on board. That's like, yeah, that's really going to the person that's speeding like at 100 miles per hour or like looking at their phone while texting and driving is going to see that shit. And you'd be like, oh, yeah, actually, baby on board stickers were more so for uh, responders to let them know that there might be a kid in the car. 
not necessarily drive safe around me because I have a baby. So that's why it's necessary to make it look like the Intel inside logo. <laughs> like, I mean, <laughs> people love graphic design. <laughs> <laughs> it's their passion. It's their passion. But I mean, again, it's a Christmas. I, I keep going back to this, but that's it's the fucking truth of it. It's a Christmas movie. So a lot of those movies try to teach you a lesson because they want you to be more appreciative of your family. Because again, it's Christmas. You're going to be spending time with your family. It's a very family oriented holiday. So of course, a lot of these movies are going to deal with that and try to, you know, give you that message. That's just the nature of the Christmas beast, you know? Remember that time where we gather around for Christmas and we watched the interview? Yeah. About the North Korea. Yeah. So you did that too? Like, the North Korea. That, yeah. I, we did it like, too. Because it came out at the time, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, turns out you don't need this kind of movie to do that, right? Like, that could be any you movie. Could, yes, but Christmas series, <laughs> that's their fucking goals, dude. That's, you know, that's kind of their whole shtick. That's kind of their whole, like, marketing scheme and their target is families during Christmas. You know. The interview but... was just not going to come out. So Netflix was like, fuck it, we'll release it. <laughs> If I and remember correctly, what? the whole family gathered around the campfire and watched the movie, you know, like, but is that, I mean, is that a movie you would watch with the entire family, fucking little children and all? Probably not. I mean, we were all adults at that point, so it's exactly. really hard to say there was no children available. Exactly. Which is probably why we put it on. <laughs> okay, sure. Yeah, fine. Like, I'm just saying, like, you know, yes, other movies can gather. come out during Christmas. That's. That is a fact. <laughs> Not only Christmas <laughs> movies come out during Christmas. Groundbreaking revelation we have here. Maybe more more things should do that. You know, just saying. Maybe there should be more options available to a, to the public rather than like the shit that they try to shoehorn. I mean, these it's days. just like releasing fucking ho- horror movies during Halloween. It's like, yeah, of which course. I also think is like that's like whatever. Like just because it comes out on Halloween doesn't make me want to watch it even more. So yeah, I I would agree. I'm with not you. saying it does. I'm just saying like that's just how these things go. Like marketing 101. Okay. Anyway, so let's see. We talked about the music. We talked about any references that we might have liked. Uh, so, okay. I was really the only one to really critique this movie really hard. I know, Matt, you kind of teased a little bit of a crit- criticism you had here and there. Uh, so I'll let you guys speak on this. Do you have anything that you I think uh, it personally was... like, think this movie could have done better or didn't do good enough? I think it could have been shorter. I don't think this yeah. needed to be a two-hour movie. Too long? Yeah, yeah I think it was mm-hmm. too long. I, I think a couple songs co- probably could have been cut. Um, a lot of songs. Yeah, a lot of songs. I thought like, there was too a many lot of songs. songs. Yeah, there a was lot a of lot of songs. songs. There was a lot of fucking songs. Off the top of your head, give me one song that should have I don't not know their names. <laughs> Sing it. Oh, okay, yeah. Watching one movie, I already know all the lyrics. I don't We're know. not making money yet. We're not going like, to get demonetized. Literally, so like, it. just... The, the very beginning of the movie was just like song after song after song. I'm just like, can we not sing about it right now? Just mm. have it play a scene. Like we cool. We can like them just having that exchange. Um, uh, Will Ferrell in the, the shop. I don't know what to call it. Headquarters. Mm. Um, and he's just talking to dude face. Uh, like <laughs> y'all can just talk. You, you don't, he was right. You don't have to go into a song, you know, yeah. it's you like, know they did that for you though. Right. Cause they know you love musicals. Like having a song after song, after song. yeah, because you love musicals, so it's a musical. I do love musicals it's on stage. Goddamn musical, they can they can do song after song. If this was on stage, song after song, no complaints. No, I, I already know one. how long I already know how long this is going to be. You just but said because the song it was a movie. 
because this was on screen like this it's true because there, there's there's lot. reasons why when you watch a movie like a, a broadway adaption like a movie adaption of like a musical they change a lot of shit oh be- yeah because you just can't it's have true. they have elf on broadway have i seen it no i don't want to because i don't want to ruin elf <laughs> and look vice versa right like Vice versa, right? Like I love Mean get... Girls. Am I going to see Mean Girls? Oh. We'll fucking see it. We'll see what happens. Yeah. <laughs> so there you go. You will see Mean Girls actually. Well, because I've heard, I've heard, I heard the the soundtrack. They you're, tried to make, and they changed it. They changed some things. They tried to make Spider Man musical, and look what happened. Mean Girls doesn't have music like that. So, <laughs> well, you don't know that though. You haven't seen the musical. They're going to change the. Song. It's not going to just be. No, I, I, I listened to the soundtrack. Oh, you did, and it wasn't yeah. good. No. Ah. Do they keep that's, the why, Kevin, that's why I want to see. It, do they like, keep maybe the Kevin I need G the visuals. Rap. It's a Kevin G yeah. rap in there. No. It's not? Wow. That's Terrible. a bullshit. Look, like, <laughs> you know, like, to your point, right? Like, yeah, like, there's going to be changes. Like, and I was trying to have this conversation with Janice, right? Like, there are changes that need to happen when you adapt something from a musical to a movie and vice mm-hmm. versa. When you adapt mm-hmm. a movie to a musical, like, you need to change according to the medium, the mm-hmm. format. That was one of my biggest critiques of Cat, right? And I watched Cat. <laughs> oh, yeah. Can and, we? And then, before, before we the, the move on. The most recent one? Yes. Oh, before we, we move the, on. Motherfucker has this shit, Cats, on Blu-ray. I did because I wanted to watch it with the exactly. director's commentary. Um, and it was vastly disappointing because I really wanted to see if the director himself would just talk about how <laughs> shitty this movie was. And he didn't. <laughs> And of that course. was really disappointing. Yeah, no, but there's movies he? that do that though. There oh, are really? movies okay. where the actors like shit on the movie while they're talking about the movie. It's <laughs> but, great. The, but the directors, not the directors, but the actors okay. in it. Um, um, I forget which actor it was, but there's a uh, there's a movie where the, an actor like outwardly shits on a movie because he actually knows like the science behind it, and the movie does like some weird cut corner science that they try to explain it in a way with, and he's like, yeah, no, that's total bullshit. <laughs> It's great. So I was hoping for shit like that, and it didn't mm-hmm. happen. So yeah, I bought the movie. It was it was a mistake, but uh, <laughs> it gave me the opportunity to really watch and dissect this movie. You know what I'm saying? Because it's a beam. I have to, you know, for the lulls. And like, like that movie just does not adapt well to, from the stage production because it doesn't. It films itself like it's a stage production, and I feel like in relating it to this movie, I feel like this movie kind of does some similar things where even though it hasn't been a stage production yet, it's only been a movie, the way it films some of their uh, choreography sometimes, it almost feels like it's... And this might go into my point about it, to me, personally feeling like a Target ad. Like, I know for you guys it didn't, but for me, it felt like I was watching like a Target commercial at times. And I feel like they filmed it in a way that just it just doesn't feel like a movie. And I get it. I understand the premise of the movie kind of maybe can allow for something like that because it is them making sets and shit. But I digress. For me, personally, it didn't work. And it doesn't because of the way it made me feel and how it didn't work for me. I feel like the movie loses some of that magic it could have potentially had. Whereas you take some other movies where it doesn't break the immersion for me like that. And I, to me, whatever magic that the movie, like Elf, again, I can't, I hate to keep bringing up Elf, but like, cause it's an obvious choice, but like, I feel like Elf doesn't break that immersion for me. And it never once, I never once lose the magic from that movie because to me, 
it's not trying to scream, hey, I'm a movie. It's a, st- a genuine story to me, whereas this, to me, it goes back and forth between being a genuine story sometimes and being like a movie made for the sake of being a Christmas movie and to your guys' point, capitalizing on trying to get as many people in as possible to watch it. I think there's a hard comparison just because Elf isn't a musical. Sure. Uh, also, this what? movie, in relation to trying to target the widest audience possible, makes sense because, again, it's an Apple TV exclusive. Yeah. So you sure. have to appeal to as many people as you can. Sure. And that's probably why, you know, a lot of stuff is probably a bit heavy handed. And look, that's fine. Which honestly you know, works it's... against it, to be honest, because I think yeah. this movie would have done really well if it wasn't just on Apple TV. If so more yeah, people like, got exposed to it. What like and here's the thing, like how different would this movie be if it wasn't made for Apple TV? Right. Like if it was just made to be a theater movie, like would we have gotten something a little bit more daring? Would we have gotten something with a oh, little bit more substance? I would not like, have watched this in theater. Uh, Netflix. Yeah. You know, I yeah, I actually, it seems like it seems like a, a you know Netflix or an, uh, an Amazon listen, Prime. Like honestly, Christmas <laughs> movies and streaming service services is honestly a match made in heaven. Like it oh, makes yeah. the most yeah. sense to me yeah. for sure. Yeah. So I agree with you. That's fine. Maybe you don't watch this movie in theater, but to Matt's point though, like say it wasn't at, at the very least. Let, let, let's say it wasn't an Apple TV exclusive at least, right? Like mm-hmm. it wasn't made specifically to draw people to a platform. Like you were going to be able to watch it no matter what does that change anything right like is there maybe a little bit more substance to it i don't know right who's to say i just think that like when you get movies that are made with the purpose of just making a movie versus one that's made with the purpose of like yes we're gonna make a movie but we also need to make sure that it brings an audience to our platform like you get very different results you know that's that's all i'm saying like I, I think this movie could... Here's the thing. I see the potential of this movie. I personally think this movie could have gone to places where it was actually really interesting to me and really genuine. I just think it didn't hit on those marks. But I think the premise is cool. The premise is interesting. I think the actors they got for it did a good good enough job. I just don't think the direction was where I probably would have wanted it to go or the writing necessary sometimes wasn't where I wanted it to go. But overall, like I do think that this movie has incredible potential, you know? Now, uh, we, we tried to do this segment in the past, but I think it actually, I think this is one of the first movies where we could actually discuss it, but let's talk the fits (laughs) because honestly, for like a Christmas movie, there was some good costume design here. There was some, some good stylistic choices. I think with the wardrobe, Will Ferrell with the fucking Chucks. (laughs) In his Christmas car, I was like, "Yeah, those weren't Chucks; those were Rick Owens." <laughs> um, I think, uh, I think, uh, I think the sister had some swag for sure. Like, I like, especially like when they show her as a teenager. Style. Yeah, general style. I yeah. like the sisters. Like, sister also swag. really good casting for the younger sister, like the younger yeah, version of the sister. Sure. Mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh, that's really good." Yeah. Um, for like the two seconds we saw her. Yeah. I know. I was kind of bummed that the, we didn't get very much. She was really. But oh, you know what's funny is that actress. she was more. She was more in the final in the credits number than she was in the actual movie. 
because she didn't get a lot in the movie. I know, but, <laughs> yeah, but she I, died. It's just so funny to me that it's just so funny to me. She's but dead. That he, we we barely see this character in the movie at all. But then when we're watching the credits and there's like that final dance production, her like kid character is all over that shit. And like, <laughs> m- like, like maybe a good fifty to sixty percent of like the scenes she's in it, or I, maybe like forty. I mean, 50. that's but like yeah. That was like credits, though. It wasn't necessarily scenes in the movie. So I didn't. I, I didn't see the fucking like, suicide kid once during that. Right? Where was he? Maybe he can't dance. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe in that timeline, he actually did it. <laughs> Maybe. 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 Um, yeah. I, um, I liked. I liked uh, 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 Ryan Reynolds like pseudo Santa. Suit. GQ uh, Santa. GQ Santa. <laughs> I was like, oh. His okay. uh his suit for the uh the time travel scene was really good too. That the good afternoon scene, like his, his yeah. suit was like sick. That yeah. pattern was dope. Yeah. I was like, damn, mm-hmm. he's rocking the fuck out of that. <laughs> what about the uh Ghost of Christmas Pass's fuck me outfit? <laughs> <laughs> Did it get you at all? Uh, you're like, damn, that that would get me too. Nah. No, no, wasn't no. doing it for you. It was more so after the fact when she was just kind of like disheveled. I was like, I was way more, in, I was way more into <laughs> you know, that. You know, like, you're a freak. I was like, <laughs> yeah. I was like yeah, 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 I'm fucking yeah. with that. You're like, yeah, yeah, I did <laughs> that shit. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah, brother. <laughs> hey, yo. What else? Who else had drip in this movie? Dude, the fucking uh, again the uh, the Marley guy, man, fucking drip. It was impeccable. His fucking little um, his suits and shit, like his cool, coats. cool on the cool uncle spectrum. I think Owen was killing it. I think my man had the laid backs, like old skater that never <laughs> left the culture style. You know, like dude looks like he could have been on an episode of the Nine Club. You know, that look like, was a choice. <laughs> that uh, direction it, they went in was a choice. It was a weird. It felt because like, correct me if I'm wrong. Did he not feel older than Ryan Reynolds? Yeah, he did. Like yeah. he felt yeah. way older yeah. than Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. Like he's supposed to be the younger brother. I think a lot of the uh, the f- the family relationships dynamics in this movie kind of fell flat. If we're uh, going mm-hmm. back to criticisms, like mm-hmm. his mom, like you get that one scene to kind of establish she's kind of a yeah. Bitch, they didn't really. But it, yeah. it was like we were just supposed to accept it. Right? Yeah, they yeah they maybe could have gone deeper into that. Um, I understand that was like the turning point, and that was the whole reason why they were showing him that. But it was just kind of mm-hmm. like uh, okay, you're just a bad mom just for the sake of being a bad mom. The only thing that was sort of believable was his relationship with his sister. Um, I think they did a good enough job to make the scene where he kind of like throws her under the bus and like ditches responsibility of caring for her daughter. I think they did enough to be like, okay, yeah, this has some weight to it. Um, but other than that, the brother relationship was weird too. I didn't get their chemistry. That I don't think they had chemistry. At that all. whole dynamic with that brother, I just didn't. Yeah, there was no chemistry yeah. there. You're shaking your head. What do you got to say? I was, I didn't. I don't know. Like. I didn't get the chemistry with him and the sister either. I felt like that was a little like it just wasn't. It did enough. enough for me. It did enough to get the story going. Yeah, I mean, like what we got the one scene of her telling him that his mom was shitty. Like I, I don't know. Like I feel like well, he like how how way. she kind of looked after, like would look after him. And he, yeah, we got the we got the one scene of that though. You right. Know? Like I don't know. Like, That's what I'm saying. Like, again, it did like enough to make 
the other scene, like the other big scene, you know, have some impact at least. What did she say? No, because like it didn't have any impact for me. Because like, what was, what did she say? It's a doozy. <laughs> it's like, uh, just no, like, she uh, was saying like, I want you to look after Ren. I think no, that was her I, name. Yeah, that, that's fine. It's just like her leading up to it. Like, it's a doozy. It's just like, I don't know. I didn't. It didn't I, hit for me. Like, I, I felt like, like in, that, that was such a sh- weird opening line. I mean, would you, you not know? try to handle like uh, a serious situation with like some humor, as stupid as it is? I just like to me, it didn't give off the vibe that they were trying to do that. Like, yes, I can understand where you're coming from, where like maybe that's what it was trying to do. Like she was trying to be funny by saying that, but it just didn't come off as if that was her intention. It kind of comes off as if she's that's just her personality and that's how she would say it. And it's just like I also don't remember. Was she like kind of breaking down, like choking up? when she said it's yeah. a doozy yeah she was you know so like again like maybe you're right but at the same time like it just didn't feel like it's very unclear right like i think that it's unclear what their intention was with how she, what she was saying why she said that but to me it just took away from the scene you know if it didn't Would you, for you have wanted more scenes of like their relationship or their mom being horrible so, here, so here's what you, you guys are saying right like the movie was too long right maybe too many songs like okay maybe cut out a couple songs here and there to get some more character development in there like i'm supposed to feel i'm supposed to I feel guess. something for this piece of shit this guy that they've they've they spent a lot of time developing how much of a piece of shit he was well so, i okay, think that was believable well, that's yeah, so I think the point of the movie is do people actually change and do and when you have like your good turn, do you actually stay good? I think that's like the the overarching theme of the movie, which is why we didn't get necessarily like the trauma that he went through. We just know this guy's a fucking dick, like mm-hmm. regardless of like his history, he's just a straight up dick. Right. And can this asshole fucking change? I think sure. is what the movie's trying so, to like, like- pick at. And like that's fine, right? Like, yeah, he is a he's a fucking dick, and the whole point of it is whether or not he can actually change. So, but in order for that change or us for that for it to be believable or effective, in my opinion, you need to develop like the the the, the, the like the heartstrings that we're gonna pull on here, like that can get him to change, right? So you need to develop. It's obvious that the heartstring that they pull on to get him to to, to initiate the change is his sister. Right. It's, it's I very think obvious. It's, no, I think it's the it's, niece. The niece is the one. Well, no, but it's because of his sister, right? Because he has this huge attachment. His sister was so up until that point. His sister was the only person that could get him to like break down like that. He didn't even want to see his sister in that moment. He didn't want to see his sister get her heart broken when he left. He it was his sister then transferred over to his niece, you know, because his sister died. And I don't even think that. it's that though, because if, no, you're, but if you, it is because no, you wait, get wait, that, wait, listen, you get no. that. because his sister dies, he still continues to be a dick. It's not only until the, he sees the possible consequence of his niece posting that and getting this kid to like commit suicide is where he changes. But they show, they show you, but for him, it's all attached to his sister. The sister is the driving force. They even show the catharsis when he sees his sister and it's like this big, moment it's this big it's the come to jesus moment <laughs> you know well, you can't tell me that that moment doesn't mean let's anything let, that moment's just so, for him has been hearing back and forth let's, let's hear uh what he can say and add to this so I, th- 
I think they built up the whole relationship with the sister. And I, I do agree with Matt that it was enough to feel something. Um, I think they built it up because of that moment when we do realize that that Octavia Spencer was the one who stopped the stopped Ren from sending the text. Mm. So at that point, as a viewer, we're like, oh, shit, what can what can um, Ryan Reynolds character do now to change? That's a good point. Or like, what, okay. where yeah. are we going to go That's with fair. this? Right. So because yeah. at yeah. that point, we were like, oh, my God, he's going to go stop her from sending the text. But then he doesn't. We're like, right. oh, fuck. <laughs> right so i think that's, that's the, that was the biggest point of that to happen fair um that he, he wanted to, to change that. but he honestly like couldn't because yeah of shit out of his yeah. control at that point okay so i, th- I think at least that's what i you know got okay. from that, fair. that lack of build-up but for me i do also yeah, like i said i agreed with matt and how they did just enough and for musicals a lot of these like pivotal like background stories storylines happen so quickly like that because they just need enough to to show the audience that okay from this point this is why this character has this relationship with whomever it is and it it is a common thing in musicals that it's very quick like that Mm -hmm. and we just accept it (laughs) (laughs) and we feel something because I don't know. That's just how the storyline goes. And I guess that's why it didn't bother me that it was just so brief. I think if this wasn't a musical, I would definitely be with you, Austin, as far as like, we need more. I don't know why I'm going to feel anything for this character if we only saw that. But because it was a musical, it was enough for me because I'm used to that. (laughs) (laughs) I just feel like we should expect more. That's all. Like, I think we should expect more. We need more for musicals. Yeah. Why not? Why Man, not? Who would have thought this fucking movie about bringing families together would just be so divisive? Well, this is the only this is the only movie that we've truly been divisive on, like so far. Yeah. The first other, which is other good. two movies we all generally felt the same about. Like, you just happen to pick somebody that just doesn't care for Christmas movies, and that's fine. I like, knew that I, going in. You know, so no, I know I was I know not expecting a rave review for this movie. I just wanted to discuss it because I appreciate it for what it is, mm-hmm. which is a Christmas musical, which, you know, had attempts at, at, at sending a message, whether or not it was successful is up to the viewer. But the fact yeah. that it even just took a chance and did it, I can respect. Um, I and- think I think look, I think most people are probably going to watch this movie and think it's fine. Like I think yeah, I'm going to be because, in the minority of this yeah. because at the like, end of the I day, think, when I'm, I mean, when I think it's okay too. Yeah, yeah, I think it's okay. It. <laughs> I think it's okay. Like at the end of the day, when I'm watching Christmas movies, you know, I I like to feel good after it. You know what I mean? I like to feel good at the end of it. They're feel um, good movies, exactly. Yeah. Um, and this movie does that mm-hmm. well, I think. Um, so again, I so I, I picked this movie because. Holiday movies in general are just not good for the most part. They're just pretty, they're cheesy. That's what we can agree they're stupid. on. <laughs> yeah. No, they There's can't no be. Substance. They can't be good. No, we're not saying we we're can't. Not, I'm, we're not saying, saying we can't. I'm saying in general. Like, generally. In general. Sure. Like there are <laughs> endless amounts of like shitty holiday movies on Netflix, mm-hmm. on the Hallmark Channel. They're, you know, they're yes. available tenfold, just crap movies. So when something does something, even if it's just good enough, <laughs> it elevates it because of the the category that it's in and i think this movie did more than good enough for for what it is 
We should have did a Muppets Christmas Carol. <laughs> I mean, we what could is, have because I've I've never seen it. It's fucking uh, goaded. Uh, <laughs> like that's uh, what is there to say about it? It's fucking great. It's the best Scrooge. You never know. What if fucking Landon hates it? Landon I love pup- I love puppets. So we'll see. Like, <laughs> the Muppets just. I don't mean to glaze Kermit, but man, they just fucking have a way with just. I don't think I've seen well. any Muppet movie. Uh, and that's mainly because the, the I, best. Wait, 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 was, wait, 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 wait. So you love you love puppets, but you've never seen puppets. Puppet movie? Where does the love of puppets come from? Because Muppets look stupid to me. Okay, puppets, so where, but puppetry, where you... and I think is really. I don't. I like cute puppets. I don't know. Cool. Are the puppets not cute? You like puppets, but it's out like of puppets. the context They're of Muppets. They're fucking funny. That's fucking weird, bro. I'm I like com- comedy and puppets are great. Like ventriloquism. No. Yeah. That's- Oh, that shit's funny. That shit's You're funny. You're fucking on one, Landon. You're when the when fuck? the comedian is Kinda also weird. interacting with their puppet. I think that shit's funny. Non Muppets puppets. <laughs> oh, Avenue Q, great musical puppets. Avenue Q, Avenue Q. I think Matt, you'd love it. Is that That's a movie? Funny. Avenue Q is like Adult Sesame Street. Oh, it's a show. Check it out if you haven't. It's is... off Broadway. The soundtrack. Huh. It's funny. Wait, so it's, it's a Broadway funny. show. I think this is your humor. Sorry, is it a what? is it a Broadway show? Yeah, it was off Broadway. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, so big yeah. Team America fan, Landon? <laughs> no, actually, I'm not. Should we uh, give this movie a rating? I mean, I think you guys should go first. I can go first. Go uh, hold on, hold on. Let me just preface oh. this. We should probably give it a holiday movie rating because if yes, you're comparing it to definitely. every movie, not like a normal ass movie. Yeah. <laughs> You can I'm gonna give tell you it... right now that doesn't change my my rating. No, at all. that's okay. Yeah, that's fine. Okay, that's fine. Okay, just letting you know. I would have expected that. Yeah. Okay. Uh... Good. Because <laughs> I'm not changing for anybody. <laughs> I would not expect. Yeah, Swiss yeah, Army yeah. Man taught me that. <laughs> um, for a Christmas musical, I would give it a three. Okay. Regular movie. Regular movie. Yeah. If he were I to can't give it like believe a movie. you fought me so fucking hard just to give it a three. <laughs> I never said I loved the movie. Oh my god! Fair <laughs> enough. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. I Landon. didn't put it. I didn't say I put it in my rotation. That's fine. <laughs> That's fine. Would I leave it on in the background just to have on? Sure. Someone, but... someone's not standing on business. That's all I'm saying. You're sitting on it. <laughs> But yeah, as, Matt, as a Matt, musical, just because nothing like stuck out to me as far mm. as like the music, uh, like so is a that song? where it loses you? Yeah. You, you, you deduct points based off the music. Yeah, sure. I mean that makes for sense because sure. it's a big part of the movie. It's so oh, I not, know. It's just, I just want to know. It's like majority of the movie because <laughs> it seemed like you enjoyed the movie fairly well. It just seemed like no, I enjoyed it for what it was. Sure. Mm-hmm. It's I, not I, okay. I, I watch Elf every year. Okay, I'm not going to watch this every year. Maybe I was under the impression that you guys indicating that you should give it a holiday movie rating would mean that you would score it higher. Oh, not at all. What is a holiday movie rating? Well, in entailing? comparison to other holiday movies. Yeah. Okay. Holiday so movies you, are like one. <laughs> like that's what two. I'm saying. So like that's what I'm saying. So like so you should be rating it higher than based off of that, right? In terms of a, it's a holiday movie. So it's a three. So if it wasn't, if, if it had a, better, if it had, a, if it had a, five like, is not a few bad. more songs that like hit for me and i was like oh yeah i'm gonna add that to my broadway rotation uh-huh. like mm-hmm. yeah definitely would give it higher marks but because it is if it's just a christmas movie mm-hmm. no like what lower. would your what would be your non-holiday movie score i don't know if i could it, it is kind of hard but i figured we could throw it out there 
No, nothing. No, I don't know if I could. Yeah, because lower, lo, lower than a three, though, obviously, right? Because yeah, obviously, yeah, the three. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're grading on a you're grading on a fucking uh, what you call that a curve. So I guess basically. yeah, I guess we'll just do the holiday movie rating because if we were trying to graded a movie like against every other movie it'd be pretty low to be honest yeah, because yeah. It, there's, a, there's a there's a time and place to watch this movie okay sure yeah yeah all right matt what, uh, what, you, what about you i'd give it a solid four um solid i thought four. the movie was a good solid four yeah the movie was good enough the song was good and the songs were okay uh but a lot of the selling points for me was just the duo of ryan reynolds and will ferrell both of whom i'm a huge fan of so seeing them do their things yeah, I'm all, I'm always there. So this might actually be surprising, but like, yeah, I would both my holiday movie score and my like normal movie score, I'd give it like a two and a half. Like, I think this movie's fine. I think it's I think it's like you guys said, I think it's fun. I think it's OK. Like, but yeah, I think it's incredibly average. I would want more from it, you know, in an ideal world. But, you know, that's just me. But like, yeah, I think a two and a half is fair for it. And as a holiday movie, yeah, two and a half. And then as a normal movie, I think two and a half. It's fine. So yeah. just out of curiosity, since we're probably only going to do one Christmas episode, obviously, what is your Christmas movie rotation? In no particular order. So you don't need to rank them in an in a order from like best to last. Just what what's a staple in your rotations? Go ahead, Landon. Okay. That's Elf, an obvious Elf, one. Elf, yeah, Elf is always the movie. I don't really have any other like... I watch it every year. Elf is the movie that I watch every year. Mm-hmm. Okay. We could also include movies that just take place during Christmas, like something that you would are more likely to watch around this time. Is that does that change anything for you, Landon, or is it just Elf still? Is it still just Elf? Generally, yeah. Elf is is the constant. Okay. okay I have a hot take one, but go ahead, Matt. Uh so I would go Elf, obviously. Nightmare mm-hmm. Before Christmas. Um okay. The Home Alones, one and two, not the other ones. <laughs> not, <laughs> not the yet. ones that followed that. Um, so there's another Ryan Reynolds movie that's really good called Just Friends, which takes place during oh, Christmas. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. That's, yes, that's that one definitely too. in my rotation. <laughs> um, and definitely a Muppets Christmas Carol. Mm-hmm. Uh, just off top, that's my usual rotation. Uh, it would definitely be a Muppets Christmas Carol um, and Harry Potter. Like, I think Harry Potter is a good Christmas movie. And I know people have their feelings on it. I know people feel like it's not a Christmas movie. I would argue. And and look, here's the thing. I'm not saying I'm not saying it because of the fucking one scene during Christmas. That's not why I think it's a Christmas movie. I think it's a Christmas movie because it has the same heart and magic that I would expect out of a Christmas movie. Like, to me, that movie feels like a magical movie, not because it's about fucking magic, but because it just hmm. has that childlike heart to it, you know? Interesting. Um, and that's why I associate it with Christmas. And that because it, just it the also first takes one? place in, during the winter. Uh, yeah, just the first one. Um, I think the second one also has that, but it doesn't have the same Christmassy magical feeling to it because it doesn't take place primarily through during winter like the first one does it's really hard for me to add that to the rotation because it's constantly on tv <laughs> year round <laughs> understandable the entire uh series. i like harry potter but i have to be in the mood to watch it dude watching that movie just makes me want to wear a sweater you know what i'm saying like <laughs> oh like, i forgot I to add one to oh, i forgot to add one jingle all the way <laughs> oh fucking jingle all the way <laughs> jingle actually all the yeah way. that was that was on my rotation for a while too yeah that one's definitely in there so 
that was the Christmas episode. Um, <laughs> a lot more fighting. Than oddly, usual. yeah, oddly the most fiery episode of the Nosebleed AV Club. But I guess that's how these things go. You know, God, that was one of the being. God, it was match. it was the fucking the movie's agenda to do this to us. It was. It God was. damn, we're living it. We're you guys are a bunch of real treers. <laughs> Whoa, that's a slur, bro. That's a slur. <laughs> hey, listen, I, that's a slur. I, stood, I stood ten toes down, bro. That's a slur. I stood on business. Anyways, that's the end. Uh, I'd rather not fight anymore. Just wanted to be a good Christmas. So, <laughs> I hope everyone, uh, if you celebrate, I uh, hope you all have a good Christmas. If you don't celebrate, I hope you have a good Monday. <laughs> um. <laughs> Happy, happy, you guys all. happy all the things. yeah happy all the things happy honda days everyone happy honda Whoa. days oh no no what is, no no, no. What is the toyota? Me, yes happy me toyota and my thon. family celebrate toyota thon <laughs> sir we are we are also a toyota thon family actually jesus i'm, I'm fake I'm just trying to honda be days is just the alliteration no no <laughs> It's great for Christmas. What are you, a fucking, what are you, a fucking Civic driver? <laughs> no, we talked about this already. I am also what you, Toyota. What are you, a communist? <laughs> <laughs> you take your fucking Honda Civic and your real ass tree and drive out off a cliff, Landon. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, you can find us on Instagram at Nosebleed AV Club. My personal handle is at Nosebleed Matt. Austin's is at right. Nosebleed Daniel. Landon, which one are we shouting out? That's <laughs> why like you do this every time. Like K-pop, Kia.K-pop. Kia.K-pop. Uh, find us online, like a website, website, if people still go to those anymore. Go ahead. Go ahead. Say www. I dare you. <laughs> it's oh, actually man. not. Worldwide web. It's not. It's <laughs> nosebleedav.club. Not dot com. Oh, you got dot that club. dot club. I got that dot club. It's ten dollars extra. <laughs> I was gonna say how much. Okay. It's ten dollars extra. <laughs> Anyways, supposedly you're supposed to. We should have got. We should have got those mean AV I... dot porn. Where <laughs> <laughs> you get that one? That'll be for the Patreon members when we eventually uh, start one. Just just it's do a redirect uh, yeah. code in there when people t- mistype Yo, we should <laughs> certain do, websites. We should, do, we should do a Patreon version of this podcast that people have to pay for where we review like smut movies. Just <laughs> <laughs> hmm. <laughs> an idea. And you're going to overthink it too. It's going to be great. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted these, more from this. No I wanted this more. Why, why was she hitting <laughs> him? Why what? did she why step did on his balls? <laughs> <laughs> why did that happen my right hand needs to be on my dick but my left hand needs to be like this you know during the movie like i need to be interested i need the know? backstory of the left hand i need death you know not just in someone's ass but like in the movie too. i want to be analyzing why i'm stroking yeah yeah i need to feel something not only here landon but here i want to think it's with- a movie full of heart yeah and- i want to yeah. feel with both of my heads <laughs> All right. I don't know. This became very unchristmas like towards the end, so we're gonna <laughs> end it here. Catch you on the next one. Peace. <laughs>